you and your team need to clearly and consistently answer three questions. Why do we exist? What do we stand for? And where are we going? Vision is the answer to the question, where are we going? It's okay to start in survival mode. It's not okay to stay in survival mode. Well, hey there. It's so good to be with you today. If we have not yet had the pleasure of meeting, my name is Alex Judd. I'm the founder of Path for Growth, and this is the Path for Growth podcast. I wanted to start episode three by simply saying thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Our whole team was really excited about the launch of this podcast last week, but I'll be honest with you, we had no clue what to expect. And it was just so cool to see y'all come out of the woodwork to listen, to subscribe, to rate, to review, uh, to share with your friends, to share on social media. It was just absolutely awesome. So I just want to let you know, on behalf of our entire team, we are so grateful that you want to be a part of this mission at the ground floor. And I want to tell you from me personally, as the founder of this business, it means so much to me that you want to be a part of this mission. And in those first three episodes, we really tried to hit home the fact that we have a very, very clear mission. We have a very, very clear why for Path for Growth. Path for Growth exists to help impact-driven leaders unleash who they were created to be, so that others may benefit and God may be glorified. And this podcast is really just another iteration of that mission coming to life. Now, we said that one of the things we're going to be doing pretty regularly is making sure that we put out these content episodes, and we clarified a very specific objective for these content episodes. Our objective is to provide you with efficient and engaging content that makes you a stronger individual and a more effective leader in under 25 minutes. That, that statement, that goal gets me so fired up. Nothing makes me more excited than a good goal, a good finish line to be crossed. And certainly, that's what we're going to try and accomplish today. So if you're taking notes, make sure you've got your pen and paper in front of you. If you're not taking notes, we always put all of the high-level points in the show notes to make sure you've got something that you can access later. In episode one, we really talked about three principles for healthy growth. Because we said that it's a powerful day. It's a powerful day when an individual decides that their growth is their responsibility. And then we move forward in episode two to talk about three principles of healthy leadership and said that it starts with internal strength, but that internal strength, if you're going to be an impact-driven leader, has to result in external service. That's one of the core values of Path for Growth. Strength is for service. And today I'm really excited because we're going to go a little bit deeper into that topic of leadership because today the title of this episode is The Hierarchy of Vision. Again, it's The Hierarchy of Vision. Now I'm so excited to share this concept with you because one of the things that's really cool about everything that's going on with Path for Growth right now is that I personally, as we are building this business and learning more than I've ever learned in my entire life and certainly in my career, 
I, it's just all moving so fast. And I'm really, really being challenged to expand my thinking, expand the way I'm critically looking at situations and expand my ability to solve problems as they come our way as a small growing business. And so one of the things that I've learned really quick that's really cool about this stage that we're in right now is I'm learning so much so fast as the founder and leader of this business. And one of the things that I love to do is I like to take all this stuff that's going on, take the stuff that's challenging me, take the stuff that I'm learning and apply it to a concept. And it was awesome because this concept that I'm about to share with you today, it was something that I I really needed. It was, I created it out of necessity because I started to realize there was different ways or there were different ways that I was thinking about the vision of the business. There were different stages that I was operating from and different postures that I was operating from. And I recognized that some postures were really healthy and really good and really fruitful for our team. And some postures were just quite frankly not. And so I I realized, okay, maybe this is something that just doesn't apply to me. Maybe this is a concept. Maybe this is a principle that applies to everyone. And so literally the next week, I took it to a vision workshop we were doing within the Path for Growth community. And we had about 10, maybe 12 leaders on there. And I just shared with them this vision hierarchy. And it was so cool, y'all, because I, I shared my experience. And I started to see people saying, oh, yeah, that's my experience too, or this is the stage of the hierarchy that I'm currently operating from. And people started using the language of the different stages and saying where they were wanting to be and where they currently were. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we've got something here. And so now I wanted to share it with you. So what we're talking about today is the vision hierarchy. And I really believe that this is so crucial because that topic of vision is one that I think we all internally know is important, but so often we don't do the hard work to actually hone in on and achieve. So I want to be crystal clear right off the bat about what vision actually is from Path for Growth's perspective, because there's all this semantics, there is all this BS surrounding like, oh, you don't need a vision, you need uh, you need guiding principles, you need a manifesto, you need a statement of purpose, you need a dream statement. And it's like there's all this mumbo jumbo if you go Google what are the statements, what are the things that your business needs. And here's the deal. At the end of the day, this is where Path for Growth is going to stand. At the end of the day, I don't care what you call them. Call them whatever you want. But you need to make sure as the leader of your business and your team needs to make sure that every single one of you has a crystal clear answer to three questions. Why do we exist? What do we stand for? And where are we going? Again, you and your team need to clearly and consistently the same way answer three questions. Why do we exist? What do we stand for? And where are we going? Now we're going to dive deeper into the other two questions on future episodes, but the one we're talking about today is vision. And vision is the answer to the question, where are we going? This is a topic that I'm so unbelievably passionate about because I've seen the consequences of when a team lacks vision, but I've also seen the benefits and the gifts of what occurs when a team rallies around a compelling vision. And we've probably all seen this, but it was crazy. There was a time, it was a while back, that I was on a team and the team was filled with well-intentioned, passionate, gifted, talented, intelligent individuals. It was really a very cool group of people, but it lacked one very important thing. It lacked leadership. And because it lacked leadership, no one was taking responsibility for catching and then casting a really clear and compelling vision. 
And as a result, you had all these smart, talented, gifted, intelligent people that were completely well-intentioned that had no clue where they were going. And here's what I learned. If people can't answer the question, where are we going over an extended period of time, insecurity is always the result. Again, if a group of people cannot answer the question, where are we going over an extended period of time, insecurity is always the result. And that's what happened in this situation. It was crazy. You had this group of great people, but over time, people started to get really, really insecure. And you know what happens when a group of people that are working next to each other every single day get insecure? Backbiting, infighting, disunity, dissension, gossip. It was an absolute mess, and all these people that started liking each other were moving in just a different direction every single day. And just one degree of moving in a different direction today can be miles of difference next year. That's why it's so crucial that as leaders, we clarify and cast a compelling vision, because that's what happened in this scenario. A leader showed up. I love that phrase. I love that phrase so much. And then a leader showed up and with him, he brought a vision. He said, hey, this is where we are right now. And this is where we are going. That's all leadership is, folks. It's just taking people from here to there. But too often, we don't actually know where there is. And we say we want to lead these people, but we have no idea what we're leading them to. And that's what this guy did, though. He, he said, this is where we are going. And it was crazy how the dissension, the backbiting, the infighting, the gossip, the insecurity, all of it dissipated like that. It was gone. It was gone. It was gone. It was just crazy. And suddenly, we were starting to leverage all of those gifts and talents and passions, all because people had a clear answer to the question, Where are we going? So we know that this topic of vision is so crucial, and we'll spend more time as we move forward on this podcast, and certainly with everything in the Path for Growth community, helping you clarify and identify and roll up your sleeves and create that vision. But what I want to do today is just for all of us to evaluate the way we are getting vision for our business right now, the stage that we are at. Because as I evaluated my experience and the experience that I've seen in working with leaders around the country, I believe that there are three stages of vision. And really, it's three postures that we can have in terms of how we think about the vision of our business. There's the survival stage, there's the service stage, and then there's the expansion stage. Now, we're going to dive deep into each of these, but I'm going to give them to you again. There's the survival stage, there's the service stage, And then finally, there's the expansion stage. Now, we're going to start with the survival stage of vision. And this is what this sounds like. I see this a lot of time on coaching calls. I mean, honestly, my my business was in the survival stage just uh, not that long ago because so often we start our business in the survival stage. But here's what this sounds like. When you ask someone, what's your vision? They say, oh, I just need to make it towards tomorrow. I just need to make sure we can keep this thing running. I just need to make sure we can make payroll by Friday. I just need to make sure we can keep everyone employed. I just need to make sure I'm showing up for work every day. That is survival-based vision. Because it's rooted in the idea that my highest and greatest and grandest vision of where this business is going is just being able to say we're in business. It's just being able to say we're open. It's just being able to say the team exists. And 
of course, most businesses start in survival mode. But here's what I want you to hear. It's okay to start in survival mode. It's not okay to stay in survival mode. Because anyone that's been in business for more than two minutes can tell you survival mode is miserable. You don't want to stay there for an extended period of time. It's okay if you pay rent, but don't you dare buy a property in the survival mode stage of vision. Eventually, you as a leader have to be thinking bigger, grander, and greater thoughts about where the business is going other than, I just hope we're still in business. Because here's the deal. If all you're thinking about is how to make it to tomorrow, there is no one on your team. There's no one in the business who's thinking about the next three months, who's thinking about the next six months, who's thinking about the next year of business. Because if you aren't catching and casting a compelling vision for your team and for where your business is going, no one else is. If you aren't thinking past tomorrow for your business, no one else is. And so, yes, vision is an incredible opportunity. And it's one that we should really all be excited about because it's it's at the core of what great leadership looks like. It's at the core of what impact-driven leadership looks like. But it's not just opportunity, folks. It's responsibility. And I know, and I never want you to feel shame or worry or guilt or anxiety around the fact that you may be in a survival stage of vision right now. Many of us probably weren't in a survival stage of vision. We probably moved up to one of the higher stages, but uncertainty, circumstance, and externalities thrust us back into the survival stage of vision. Did you notice this? It was so crazy how this happened. Coronavirus started, everything started to shut down, and it was like people that were thinking six months, 12 months, 18 months into the future about where their business was going, it was like suddenly their window of being able to see just just really, really retracted and came back to just, can we make it through tomorrow? Can we make it through tomorrow? And suddenly everyone was operating from a survival stage of vision. And of course, that caused anxiety. That caused worry. Here's the deal. I understand. Some of us were pushed into this. What we need to make sure we are doing as leaders now is figuring out the path for getting out of it. It's figuring out the path for elevating our vision to the next stage. But here's what I've learned, and then we'll move on in the next stage, is that you will not get out of survival vision on accident. You have to earn your way out of survival vision. If all you are thinking about is how do we get to tomorrow, I understand that's a tough place to be. But the only way you get out of that is to roll up your sleeves and say, we are going to figure this out. But the pronoun there is crucial. We, we are going to figure this out. So if you find yourself in this stage right now and you're saying, okay, I mean, quite frankly, we're in survival stage and, and uh, we've been here for a while, if we're being honest, this is not good. And we need to start thinking bigger and and further and get above and ahead of this thing. Because right now it's kind of like driving a semi truck with only one hand on the wheel. We need to get in front of this thing. The first thing you need to do is ask for someone's help. Get wise counsel. Be willing to tell people, hey, this is where I'm at right now, and I'm just really struggling getting above and ahead of my business and above and ahead of my team. Can you help me garner some perspective? It's okay to start in survival mode, but it's not okay to stay in survival mode. 
But once we do hustle our way out, and you should hustle for a season, I'm a big advocate of healthy hustle. Once we get out of that survival stage of vision, the next thing we so often move to is the service stage of vision. And here's what this often looks like. I was actually talking to someone on a Path for Growth call just the other day, and I asked them, what's the vision for your business? Where is this business going? And they they said, well, right now we're really focused on serving the customers that we have and serving the team that we have. And we all hear that and we say, man, that's just super noble. They've got a team, they're employing people, they're probably providing a great product or service for their customer. And that's unbelievable. Like we believe in that. That is the free marketplace in action. And so they say, I just want to serve where we are right now. A lot of times people will use the language. I just want to steward where we are right now. And, and that is a great attitude. That is a great approach. But here's what I want you to hear. The impact-driven leader recognizes that the things that are making their business effective in this season may be the things that limit them in the next. I'm going to say it again, and then we're going to unpack it. The impact-driven leader recognizes that the things that are making their business effective in this season may be the things that limit them in the next. This is so crucial for us to understand. We all we all know this. We all say that phrase, what got you here won't get you there. But recognize, if you are just focused for this season on serving the clients that you have, serving the customers that you have, serving the team that you have, that's absolutely crucial. And we should be doing these things. But if that is the extent of your vision, then we have essentially abdicated the responsibility of leadership because we don't know where we're taking people. Think about this. Path for Growth right now is in the middle of this six-month session for our Path for Growth community, and we've got a handful of one-on-one clients. We've got growth groups running. It's absolutely awesome. But if I just said, hey, we're just going to crush this six months. Now, I mean, uh, let me make very clear. I tell our team every day, that is our number one priority. We're going to crush this six months. We're going to make sure people have an outrageous customer experience. But if that was all I was focused on for the next six months was just serving those people exceptionally well, then I'm not at all thinking about how I'm going to keep my team members employed after this six months is over. I don't know what I'm going to tell our podcast director. I don't know what I'm going to tell Olivia, our growth group coach. I don't know what I'm going to tell my assistant because we're going to look up and I'm going to say, I didn't have a vision for what happened after this six months. So yes, of course, we have to serve the people that we have in front of us right now. We have to serve our team right now. We have to serve our customers right now. But folks, that's the price of admission. The impact-driven leader recognizes that the things are making their business, that the things that are making their business effective in this season may be the very things that make them irrelevant in the next. Because if you just focus for months or certainly years on serving where you are, serving the marketplace where you are, well, think about this. The marketplace is going to look radically different a year from now. The marketplace is going to look radically different a year and a half to two years from now. Let's not even start talking about five years from now. So if you as a leader aren't on the front end of that curve of saying, okay, let's just keep our thumb on the pulse of where things are going. Let's shift our weight from our heels to our toes and make sure that we start moving with the marketplace instead of reacting to the marketplace. This is what leaders can uniquely do. So here's the question that I have for you to really define whether you're in the service stage of vision or not. What actions are you taking today that your team will be grateful for next year? Again, what actions are you taking today that your team will be grateful for next year? Think about that. 
Where is the time on your schedule that you are investing in the long-term future of your business? Because that's how we graduate beyond just the service stage of vision. So we started at survival. We said it's okay to start with survival, but you can't stay there. Then we moved to service, which is really honestly a little bit of a status quo-based vision. But then we get to move to the expansion posture of vision. And I get so excited about this because I think that this is where the impact-driven leader can make their greatest contribution because they're not just thinking about how do we stay open. They're not just thinking about how do we serve where we are, although both of those things are crucial and important. But this is where the impact-driven leader has their weight on their toes. They've rallied people around them. They've delegated responsibility enough to where they're thinking about what could we do? And that is a question that is rooted in possibility. They're not just saying, what must we do to stay open? They're not just saying of how do we simply serve where we are? They're saying, what could we do to make this thing greater, grander, and bigger in the future? To serve more people with a higher quality service, to bring a better product to the marketplace, to more effectively meet needs and solve problems. This, this is the work of leadership because it's a powerful day when you recognize that your greatest contribution, your greatest contribution to your team, to your customers, to your community occurs when you as a leader operate from a posture of expansion. You don't simply just try to stay open. You don't just try to simply serve where you are and serve the status quo. You say, what could we do moving forward? Now, expansion-oriented leaders apply themselves to the discipline of projecting a future just beyond their comfort zone. Think about that. I want you to think, if if you get really uncomfortable thinking just past a year of your business, I was on a call with someone that said that the other day. They said, man, I, I can envision just about at a year, maybe a little bit less, but beyond that, it kind of freaks me out. Uh, and I said, okay, well, let's go just a little bit beyond that. It should make you really uncomfortable. Casting a compelling vision is an act of vulnerability. Brene Brown says this, you can't have vision without vulnerability because when you audaciously say, this is where we are going, well, suddenly you're going to be held accountable for it. Now, of course, you reserve the right to change your mind as you get smarter, but it it is an act of vulnerability. But ultimately, most of the greatest contribution, most of the highest and best work that you can engage in as a leader is an act of vulnerability because the safe stuff is for followers, right? The safe stuff is for people that aren't leading. Leadership is for people that want to create. Leadership is for people that want to envision. Leadership is for people that want to expand. Now, I'm a big time believer in this idea of expansion oriented vision, but I also know that this can be really challenging to cultivate and then to cast and get buy-in from a team. Now we could go really deep on this topic and, and we only have 25 minutes today. So what we're going to do is next week on the program, we're going to dive into some practices and tactics and techniques for making sure that you're operating from that expansion oriented stage. So we'll have that on here next week. Make sure you hit subscribe so that it comes direct to your feed. Also, if you would please rate and review this podcast that's hyper helpful to us as a team it makes sure that other people get this in their ears and we're super grateful for that and then maybe share it you can tag myself at jet on the run or at path for growth on any of the social media accounts hey i want to let you know we're grateful for you we're rooting for you this is how we end every podcast remember my strength is not for me your strength is not for you our strength is for service let's go let's go let's go let's go